Hello! Uh, welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to Capes and Japes. I'm Olivia. And I'm Elion. And we've remembered to actually introduce ourselves this time at the beginning. Yeah, we do that like once every ten episodes, just to keep you guys on your toes. <laughs> just gotta remember who we are. Yes. Uh, today, uh, today on Capes and Japes, we're talking about, uh, Senator Kamala Harris. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) She's been in the news a lot lately, and they have the same first name. They do. Listen, there's, there's not that many Kamala's, so it's easy to make the association. Also, when I'm you... in California. She's my yeah. senator. No, that's true. She's a she's a she's a big deal over there for you. And in general. Um, but o- over there specifically. But you know who else is a big deal? Who we are talking about? Uh Kamala Khan? Kamala Khan. I don't know I don't know that much about politics, but I do know about comic books. So, then it's a good thing we have a comic book podcast. Yeah, thank goodness. Um, Kamala Khan, uh, who, uh, Ms. Marvel, you have probably, even if you haven't read anything about Kamala, and even if you're not, like, a comics person at all, uh, you probably, uh did he at least hear of Kamala uh when she first came into existence uh because it was sort of a big deal um kind of in the same way that uh that Miles's first appearance as Spider-Man was a big deal uh there were a lot of headlines on like regular non-comics news sites about uh Marvel's new uh, teen Muslim girl superhero. Um, and as you can probably guess, there were a lot of people who were very excited about this, and then there were a lot of people who were jerks. <laughs> Which I don't even understand why people have gotta be jerks about shit like this. Like, it doesn't take away the comics that you enjoy. <laughs> It doesn't, and, like, the thing is, like, we just, we just talked about Carol last week. I don't think any of the nerds who were getting upset that, like, oh, no, oh, the Muslim character, the SJWs, I don't think they probably cared that much about Carol to begin with. Like, I don't think they were that invested in, like, oh, the sacred name of Ms. Marvel that this character is usurping. Like, I no. mean, probably not, except... Probably not. Maybe they were very into her early costumes and the fact that she was a white woman. Yeah, and now they're like, look at this this girl. She has her own an agency, and also her clothes cover all of her body. How am I supposed to sexualize this? How am I supposed to sexualize this teen? This non-white teen. Ugh. Anyways, we're not going to spend this whole episode talking about how um people were losers about <laughs> how Kamala. How shitty people were about this awesome character. This awesome character, because they were wrong, and she's great, and um 
they lost this fight because uh, Kamala's not going anywhere, so. She'd better nice. not. No, she never will. I will I will fly down to Marvel headquarters myself. <laughs> like, don't touch her. Don't touch my daughter. <laughs> um, so, uh, Kamala Khan, uh, introduced in 2013, um, in a cameo appearance uh in uh carol's captain marvel series um and then got her own uh solo debut in early uh 2014 um she is uh so kamala khan is uh the daughter of uh pakistani immigrants um, she lives in Jersey City, um, and she is, at the start of her series, uh, just, uh, you know, a regular teen girl, um, she's dealing with, you know, uh, trying to navigate her relationship with her family, um, you know, her brother is very conservative, her parents are sort of more traditional um her dad wants her to be a doctor uh her mom is very adamant about you know her not dating anybody uh she has some very good friends at school uh one of them is another uh muslim teen girl uh named nakia um and one of them is her good friend bruno um she has you know uh, she's got some other kids at school who she does not have as friendly a relationship with, um, and she frickin' loves superheroes. <laughs> um, she has a, um, she has, like, this is the thing, um, it's sort of, like, a little bit of a Tim Drake story, except... Tim Drake didn't write fan fiction, but I also firmly believe that if anybody, like, when Tim was introduced had known what fan fiction was, Tim would have been writing fan fiction. Tim Drake um, never in... was never depicted writing fan fiction, but... Yes, to be clear. But I'm not entirely sure it's out of the picture. Yeah, no, you can't, you can't prove he didn't. Um. But Kamala loves superheroes. Um, she spends a lot of her time on the internet discussing superheroes, um, writing and reading fan fiction about them, which is also, like, a thing I love as a touch. I'm like, please, I just want to know everything about what, like, the situation is with fan fiction in the Marvel Universe. Like... I'm so glad we have writers now who are actually addressing this, and I, oh, I just, I want it to be the only thing that anybody talks about. I just, I have to know. I have to know everything. Well, I would imagine it is much the same as RPF is in our world. I know, but, like, I want to know. I know, I know what RPF is like. But, like, no, nobody, 
Nobody in our world has real superpowers. Like, how much do these people know about superheroes? What are they writing? Is most of the fanfiction about, like, you know, various, like, superheroic activities? Or is most of it, like, college AUs? Like, what's the deal? What's the situation? I would love just, like, a free comic book day sort of <gasps> issue where all it is okay. is uh people reading or writing fan fiction within the Marvel universe. And God, maybe yes. it has like simply like more simply drawn than the usual art the artist's usual style of acting <laughs> out what is happening in this with like yes. the narration and everything and then it pulls yes. out to like what are you writing N nothing mm. yes 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 i i got a coffee shop au for you you'll love it <laughs> get this the avengers they work at a coffee shop hell yeah um well uh combo co Kamala could tell you all about the coffee shop they used. Um, Please she, do, Kamala. She loves superheroes. She writes and reads fan fiction about them. Her favorite superhero uh, in the world is Captain Marvel. Good. Uh, Good choice. Yeah, which is a, a great choice. Um, the uh, Carol's debut as Captain Marvel happens like a couple years before this in real time. I'm not sure, like, how long has passed in canon. Um, but, so, uh, you know, Kamala's doing her best dealing with, you know, regular teen issues. Uh, and one day, uh, she sneaks out to go to a party, um, that she's not supposed to be going to because her parents are kind of strict about that sort of thing. Um, and while she's, uh, out heading toward this party, uh, a very weird thing happens, um, which is part of a different, uh, event that's going on. Um, there are these people, uh, called the Inhumans, who are, like, uh, species of, like, they're humans that, like, the Kree did experiments on to give them superpowers, and they live in space, uh, and they have this special, uh, this special, like, weather event called the Terrigen Mist that is what, like, gives them their superpowers, um, and there's a bunch of inhuman stuff is going on, but somebody unleashes this mist on Earth, and it causes several people who have, like, inhuman DNA, uh, to, uh, their dormant, like, superpowered genes become active. Um, so Kamala's, do-do-do-do-do, sneaking out to a party, worried about my parents, trying to be cool, what's this weird mist? Oh my god, what's happening? <laughs> um, the quintessential and, teen experience. Yeah, you know, it just be like that. Um, and, uh, develops the ability, um, to shapeshift, um, and she's still, uh, 
even now she's still in the the phase where she's still sort of like figuring this out um so she can do uh you know she can like change her appearance to look like a different person um and also to look like an inanimate object um hell yeah that, yeah which rules um but that's sort of more complicated um Look, what's the point if you can't pretend that you're a plant? <laughs> that's go- That's the end goal. That's Don't the mind whole me. Point. I'm just a potted ficus. Hell yeah. Um, but uh, so she she is capable of doing that. Um, it seems to be a little bit more of an involved process, and like uh, is a little bit more difficult. Um, but what she is very good at is, uh, shifting parts of her body to be different shapes and sizes. Um, and I love this so much, which is, like, if you haven't, uh, read a lot of Kamala and you see, like, you know, a lot of the covers and official art or, like, panels will have her, she's got, like, one giant fist or whatever, and you're like, is that... Is that girl's superpower just that she has really big fists? It's like, no, but she can make her fists very big. <laughs> um, and it's like, it's fun. It's very cute. Um, and also rad. And like, she does legitimately rad stuff with it. But it's also fun because it is like, sort of inherently like, a little bit cartoony. Um, and it's fun to take like, a sort of, uh, slightly Looney Tunes looking power and like actually apply it to like real situations. Um so she can, you know, she can uh grow and shrink herself. Uh she can make her fists really big. She can, you know, make her limbs really long. Uh she can make her whole body just like like paper flat. Um among like a lot of other things, but these are the the most the most common uses. Um, it's also very cool because, uh, the art in, uh, her first solo series is done by, uh, Adrian Alfona, um, who also did the art for, like, the first several volumes of Runaways, um, which if you're familiar with that, um, he does have a, uh, tendency to draw people sort of, like, a little bit noodly to begin with. Um, so it's fun, because Kamala gets to be extra noodly. Um, but, uh, so she, you know, she discovers this ability, um, obviously ends up, like, uh, very quickly after that, it's like, oh, the girl who bullies her at school is in danger, and Kamala, while she's still figuring this out, like, uses these powers to save her. Um, she stops a robbery at the convenience store where her friend works, um, and she's like, okay, hell yeah, superpowers. I'm gonna be the new Ms. Marvel. Um, in true, um, in very Young Avengers fashion, she is not actually given permission to do this oh, by good. Carol. Um, she- Amazing. Yeah, she also does not have, like, none of her abilities- have anything to do with Ms. Marvel or Captain Marvel. Uh, her origin is only, like, 
very, very loosely related in the sense that, like, the Inhumans have sort of a connection to the Kree. Um, that doesn't matter. She's like, you know who's the coolest person I can think of? It's Carol Danvers. And she's not Ms. Marvel anymore, because she's Captain Marvel. So, I'm gonna be Ms. Marvel now. I mean, aspire. Like, dress, dress for the job you want, go for it. Yeah, extremely true. Um, but, uh, she designs, uh, she does, again, in, uh, true teen superhero fashion, uh, she spends a little bit of time, like, running around in a makeshift costume of, like, you know, some stuff she had at home and, like, a mask that she cut out of fabric. Um, and, uh, eventually, uh, designs and puts together, uh, her own costume, um, which was also designed by Jamie McKelvey, who did, uh, Carol's Captain Marvel outfit, um, and also is a super, super, super rad costume. Um, it has, like, uh, like, influences of, uh, some, like, traditional sort like uh indian pakistani clothing uh it has the uh the big uh lightning bolts that um carol had for a while in her ms marvel outfit but also like the red blue and gold uh of like her current captain marvel outfit um it's got a uh a red scarf which has always been a staple of Carol's clothes, um, and it's both cool-looking and practical, um, which is always, like, just, just my, just the, the bare minimum for female superheroes. It's, like, can it look both good and also, like, you could reasonably fight crime in it? To be fair, there's um, not a lot of uh, comics outfits, period, that look like you could fight crime in them. No, that's true. <laughs> everything, everything looks a little bit, uh, wild, but... Either it looks, like, overly armored and you're not gonna have any dexterity in it, or it's just, like, <laughs> nothing. <laughs> but is, just... That, is that just straight-up spandex? You're gonna get shot. <laughs> Well, you know, sometimes you're immune to bullets. Uh, Spider-Man's not immune to bullets. No, no, Spider-Man's definitely not. Uh, not at all. Um, the Flash isn't immune to bullets. No, but he can go faster than them. Yeah, only if he sees them coming. <laughs> he sees them coming, he just goes whoop and runs away. Um, but, uh, so... Kamala goes on to, I, like, I tend to, to group her in my head with, like, there's this whole sort of, like, generation of, like, teen solo heroes of color where, like, uh, their story is, like, very focused on their, uh, you know, close, meaningful relationships with their very much alive friends and family. Um, cause, uh, Kamala's solo stuff is like that, Miles' stuff is very much like that, uh, Jaime Reyes, 
DC, the the Blue Beetle, friend of the show, Jaime Reyes. Um, <laughs> and it's like, it's, I love all of them so much. And it's genuinely so refreshing to have, like, uh, characters who have, like, this, you know, intense a support system. Um, like, Kamala, you know, obviously has some difficulties with her family, and they don't see eye to eye on a lot of things, but, like, they all very, very clearly, like, care about each other. Um, and I think Bruno finds out her secret identity right away. Um, her mom finds it out at some point. Her mom finds it out and does the thing that's like, oh no, I knew all along. Um, sure. Sure you did, mom. (laughs) It's easy for you to say now. Um, her brother definitely finds out at some point. Um, but so a lot, and a lot of this, you know, is again, some of my favorite stuff is, uh, the very classic teen hero balancing of, you know, oh, I gotta, I gotta save the city, but also I'm gonna be late for my brother's wedding and nobody can know that I'm secretly Ms. Marvel. Oh, um, no. Which, like, <laughs> makes it sound like I'm making fun of it. I'm not. I love it. I love that stuff. I freaking eat it up. It's so good. Um, but she, uh, she establishes herself as a superhero in Jersey City, um, which is another thing that, uh, the writer, uh, G. G Willow Wilson was specific about, because she's like, one, uh, I grew up in New Jersey for the first part of my life, and also, I think it's interesting because, you know, all, 99% of Marvel superheroes are in Manhattan, um, so I think it's kind of, uh, a cool detail to have Kamala just kind of, you know, almost there, but not quite, you know. Just right on the outskirts. Yeah, yeah, the way that, like, a lot of people in New Jersey have kind of this defensiveness because, you know, they're not New York, uh, is Kamala, like, trying to prove herself, but she's still just, like, not quite allowed into the big leagues, um, which is fun. Um, she teams up with Wolverine early on, um, and it's at one of the times where Wolverine's, uh, healing factor is on the fritz, uh, so Kamala has to, like, kind of take charge of the operation. Um, she runs into, uh, Medusa, who's one of the, like, the, the major Inhumans a few times. Um, she teams up with, uh, Lockjaw, who is the Inhumans teleporting alien bulldog. Um. Love it. And is the best character in the world. Um, she, uh, falls in love with a boy and then he betrays her. Um, I know she has this kind of, uh, sort of will-they-won't-they thing, uh, with her friend Bruno, um, and she does, uh, eventually get to meet Carol Danvers, um, 
and is very uh very starstruck by the experience. Um I mean, who wouldn't be? Who wouldn't be for sure? Um it's uh it's well there's a whole thing going there's a whole apocalypse thing going on. Um and Carol shows up to be like, "Hey, I know it's the apocalypse. Uh but um super proud of you. <laughs> just just keep on doing what you're doing. We're going to figure this thing out." <laughs> Uh, and, uh, anyways, the apocalypse leads to a bunch of, it's, a, it's, ba- it's basically a crisis thing. It's not, it's not DC, so it's not, like, an actual crisis, but it's basically, a a crisis type thing. There's a whole, you know, multiverse element to it. Um, but, um, she does, after this, uh, she teams up with uh a couple of other teen heroes. Um she uh meets Miles for the first time. Um and Tony invites her and Miles and uh a few others to join the Avengers. Um which she's obviously stoked about because t- who this is the funniest thing to me is that like Kamala's, like, this whole story, like, coming from somebody who's been writing superhero fanfiction, um, it reads, like, it's like one of those One Direction imagines that's like, Harry Styles discovers that, like, you have the most beautiful voice in the whole world, and he invites you to join his new band, and you tour, you know, you tour the world together. It's like, oh, uh... One, I, I love superheroes, and then one day I woke up and I had superpowers, and then, uh, Captain Marvel came to tell me I was doing a great job, and then Tony Stark asked me to join the Avengers. And, like, obviously it doesn't go that way, because, like, it's complicated, and being a superhero is difficult. But yeah, I just, but, like, but if you look at just the major plot points. <laughs> yeah, it's just, like, very funny for me to imagine, like, Kamala going through all this, and just being like, Nobody would believe any of this. Yeah. I can't tell my internet friends. They won't believe me. If I put this on the internet, they're gonna say, yeah, right. Ah! Even if I do it anonymously. <laughs> like, hey, it's me, the new Ms. Marvel. You wouldn't believe how I got here. <laughs> yup, that's me. You're probably wondering how I got into this situation. <laughs> um, she also, uh, there's one point, um, where, uh, she and Miles face each other in, like, like an academic, like, science bowl thing, um, but they don't know who the other is. Or she might know who Miles is, but Miles doesn't know who she is. Um, oh, I love is, secret identities. I love secret identities. Um, and also it's very good because it's like, all these freaking teen superheroes are nerds! They're all a bunch of nerds! I oh, love yeah. them! I love them so much! Would it... <laughs> I was about to be like, would it be more fun if they were jocks? But I would enjoy... <laughs> A comic book about a jock all of waking up suddenly with superpowers and being like, well, I guess I'm a superhero now. 
It would be great. There's I gotta fight crime and also blame these bruises on football practice. Yeah. It'd probably be easier. It'd be like, oh yeah, it's just Chad. Maybe that's why they're all nerds. They show up with bruises and people are concerned. If if it were yeah. a jock and they're bruised, it's just like, oh man, rough day at practice. And it's like, you know it, bud. Yeah, you know, I had to, I uh, was doing some uh, keg stands. Woo! In high school? Jock How irresponsible. Party. It is irresponsible. But listen, this jock has got to, you know... Learn about responsibility from their new life as a superhero. They gotta balance the keg stands and the superheroing. While still managing to get into college with a, uh, they have to get a good GPA to get into college, but also they're trying to get a, uh, wow, why can't I remember the word for the thing where they give you the money for the scholarship scholarship? (laughs) They're also trying to get money. They're trying to get money for college. College money. Um my um my favorite sentence about this uh science comp- contest um about Miles and Kamala is the pair spent the better half of the competition bickering and when it seems as though the judges were going to pick Miles's team Portable electricity upcycling plant over the New Jersey team's gravity-resistant water, Bruno became desperate and revealed an unfinished project of his, a pocket-sized nuclear power generator, which promptly exploded and set Madison Square Garden on fire. Hey! (laughs) Teens! Hey, bud. Hey, buddy! Hey, frickin' fool! Don't do that! I mean, one, I'm impressed. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Two, it did explode. It definitely exploded, and Madison Square Garden was on fire. You're very lucky that there were two superheroes there. Yeah. Which is also, I think, the point that Miles was like, Oh, shoot! Oh, it's you! (laughs) Oh, wait a second. Um, so, uh... Kamala also gets caught up uh, in Civil War Two, which we touched on briefly with Carol. Um, but Civil War Two is mostly based on like uh, Carol uh, discovers uh, uh, this new. There's a new Inhuman who can see the future and see when people are gonna do crimes uh, and. Carol says, well, we should use this, uh, and arrest people before they do crimes. Um, and Tony and a bunch of other people are like, no, that's busted. You shouldn't arrest someone for something that they haven't done. (laughs) And Carol's like, but this way we can keep people safer. Um, and, uh, she brings this up with Kamala, and Kamala's like, hey, uh, as someone who lives my life in very real fear that I'm going to be arrested for no reason uh, because of how I look, um, I don't love this. Yeah, it's like, maybe that's not a great idea, Carol. Maybe, hey, Carol, maybe don't. Um, and Carol's like, well, it's fine. You're not going to do anything wrong. And Kamala's like, well, that's not the point. Um, and it's, you know... 
it's a it's a significant moment. Um, because sometimes you realize that uh your heroes, as meaningful and inspiring as they are, um, have different values from you, and you know that uh you're not always gonna agree on everything, and you need to be your own person and develop your own viewpoints. Um, hopefully, like, ideally this doesn't happen in a superhero civil war, but, you know, it's superheroes, so they're always going to be extra about it. Oh, yeah. Um, so after, uh, this whole thing happens, uh, she gets caught up in a whole bunch of other stuff while this was going on. I think this, uh, this, like, this storyline ends up with, like, they wrongly think that, like, Miles is gonna kill Captain America, um, and they're like, well, no, that's not right, and Carol's like, I said he was gonna do it, <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, so, this, uh, it's a whole mess, and she does eventually, uh, end up leaving the Avengers, uh, and she and Miles, uh, along with a bunch of other teen heroes, uh, form a new team, uh, called the Champions. Um, hell yeah. Hell yeah, where they're like, we're gonna be cool teen heroes, and we're gonna, you know, uh, focus on help helping the little people. Um, cause the Avengers are t- too caught up in this, uh, extremely big stuff. They're caught up with this moral quandary, I guess, and so they're fighting each other, so there's nobody out here to fight the crime. Yeah, but we, we the teens, will take care of it. We the champions. <laughs> um, and that My was... Friends. Yes. Thank you. Um, and, uh, that team, uh, lasted for a while, and then... I think briefly disbanded and is now back in a new ongoing series that's just a couple issues in now that's like roughly the same lineup with a few other people. Uh, Riri Williams, Ironheart is an official member now, uh, which is great because she's excellent. Um, and that's, uh, where Kamala can currently be found. Um, I love her so much. <laughs> she's so great. Um, and it's like very clearly, um, like she was created, uh, the, the concept, uh, partly came from, uh, Marvel's editor, uh, at the time, uh, Sana Amanat, who, uh, is a Muslim American woman. Um, and, it was from a conversation she was having, uh, with another editor where she was just, you know, sharing a bunch of, like, kind of, like, weird, funny stories from her childhood, like, growing up Muslim in America, and they were like, you could make a comic book out of that, um, and she pitched it, uh, to G. Willow Wilson, who's another, uh, Muslim writer, um, and it's like, very clearly, like, not just, uh, the authenticity of the experience, but, like, the way it's treated as, like, oh, yeah, you know, this is, 
just part of her life. Like, this is a significant part of her life, and fan fiction is a significant part of her life, and, you know, going to high school is a significant part of her life, and all of these things are interrelated in the same person. Um, and, and, you know, it gives her, like, a relevant perspective on things like Carol trying to arrest people before they actually do crimes. Um, and it is, like, you know, uh, a pretty big deal still in 2013, and even in, like, 2019, to have, you know, uh, a Muslim American character wearing, like, bright primary superhero colors and saving people. Um, but also, even putting aside how important all of that is, um, she's just genuinely extremely great. Um, there's a panel that, uh, goes around a lot, um, from one of the early issues of her, um, her first series, um, I think it's, like, it might be while she's making her costume for the first time, um, but it just has the little, like, you know, like, internal monologue, like, narration box. She's, like, good isn't something you are, it's something you do. Um, and it's, like, yeah, yeah, you're right. Put that on the cross-stitch. You're right, and you should say it. Um, she's, you know, it's, uh... It's been really great to watch her, uh, over the past, like, five years, uh, just really kind of come into her own, um, become, like, an Avenger, um, at a very young age, uh, is, like, now, she and Miles are kind of, like, co-leaders of the champions, um, and, like, also to, like, you know, be a a very driven, uh, competent, like, courageous, uh, teen girl who also writes fanfiction <laughs> <laughs> and knows a lot about it, um, and is, like, like, this, like, this is much less important than, you know, all, all of her cultural heritage and everything, but, like, Having a character who's, like, extremely into fanfiction and having it be, like, like, it's used for, like, funny situations, but, like, it's not a joke. Like, it's just, like, yeah, she's, this is a hobby that she sincerely enjoys and, like, gets a lot out of. Which you don't often see in media. You don't. And, uh, it's pretty great. It's pretty great to see. Um, so, yeah, uh, Kamala extremely rules. Um, her, uh, original solo series, if you haven't read it, uh, is absolutely worth checking out, especially if you enjoy that, uh, if you've read, you know, uh, Miles solo stuff or Jaime solo stuff. Or there's probably some others that I'm forgetting who are in the same vein um, of, you know, kind of uh, teen superhero adventure where it also focuses very much on the supporting cast. Um, you definitely love it a lot. And 
Also, uh, I think we are all, we're being relevant not just because we just talked about Carol, um, but because uh, they're launching a new Kamala solo series, I think this week. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, written by uh, Saladin Ahmed, who's also currently writing Miles's uh, solo series. So, like, extremely living the dream. Um, he, um, he it is called The Magnificent Miss Marvel, I want to say. Let me just double check to make sure I'm giving everybody the right info. Um, I just went to type it in, and Google suggested The Magnificent Mrs. Maisel, and I'm like, no, I don't think that's what that's called. No, that's, um, that's the Netflix comedy show. <laughs> um, in stores March 13th. Yes, this week. Um, well, wow, so, that's tomorrow. Yeah, so you can go get this tomorrow if you're listening to this the day it comes out. Um... He, uh, he posted on Twitter, um, I'm looking at the, the, the official cover right now, it's very good, but he shared on Twitter, um, a Babs Tar variant cover. Um, oh my god. And it's so great. Uh, thanks Babs Tar once again for my life. Babs Tar, light of my life. <laughs> god, she's really just, she's really just out there, just doing doing great work for everybody um but uh so yes go check that out um you can also read about her in champions um you can also see her she's in the she's gonna be in the the mcelroy miniseries right uh i'm sorry i started i i went to look up the tar variant cover because i haven't seen this variant cover it's very, very good. Um, so it's just uh, taking a while to load. I'm pretty sure that you are correct, though. Okay. Um, so you can check her out there, too, probably. Um, and give her your love and support, because uh, she's wonderful and she deserves it. <laughs> um, did you have any comics you wanted to talk about? Uh, I was going to read comics today. And then mm-hmm. instead, I lied down in the sun with the dog and listened to podcasts. Oh, uh, so. that's, uh, that's a pretty good day, though. We had, um, I'm like, I'm, it's much, uh, lighter out right now than it usually is when we're wrapping up recording. Um, so I take back everything bad I said about the hour of sleep I lost this week. Uh, daylight savings time is good. Everybody <laughs> go lie down in the sun. Um I did uh finally buy uh the trade of uh Tom King's Mr. Miracle uh mini series because uh, I bought a bunch of it as single issues and then I fell off and then I was like, Oh whatever, I'll just wait for the trade because I'm gonna buy the trade anyways. Um so I finished that. Uh, it is obviously extremely good. Nobody needs me to tell them it's extremely good because, like, you know, they won an Eisner for it. Uh, <laughs> and you, literally, like, every 
media outlet was like, oh, Tom King and Miss- Mitch Gerard's Mr. Miracle. It's the best comic on the shelves right now. Go buy it. Um, but it is very, very good. Um, if you, uh, if you liked, uh, Tom King's Vision miniseries, um, this is in a similar vein in that it's a very, very, uh, deep dive into a character who hasn't necessarily had a whole lot of deep vibes, uh, deep dives. Um, and also it's Tom King, so everything's kind of, uh, sad and ambivalent and, you know, there's lots of meaningful repetition of lines and kind of, like, weird, quiet, deep panels, um, and that sort of thing that I love. Um, so, you should, uh, go buy that trade if you want to just, if you were also looking at it and like, well... I should probably wait till the trade comes out. Go buy it. Honestly, I should. You should. But you would cry. I I would, but I also have a big old stack of comics that I haven't read yet. That's, that's also true. That's also uh that's also something that we all have to live with. Um Also, Olivia, I did look it up. I don't think Kamala's in War of the Realms. Dang it. Heck. So I'll just cut that bit as best as I can, but if I can't cut it, uh, y'all. I mean, it's, it's fine. I can be, I can be wrong about things. I just don't want to spread misinformation. No, that's true. But, but hey, don't stop listening to the podcast before you get to the end. <laughs> this is a lesson for you. <laughs> anyways, anyways, I'm sorry about that. But there are many other places where you can read comics about Kamala. Um, just as there are many places where you can talk to us. Um, nice. nice. You can uh, find us online on uh, the places you find people. We got uh, Twitter, Tumblr, uh, Facebook group. We got Instagram. We got Pinterest. Um, you can find all those just by going to Capes and Japes. Um, on the respective site, um, you can send us an email to capesandjapes at gmail.com. Um, you can, uh, pop into our Discord server, um, chat with us, talk about what you're reading, what you're watching, uh, share pictures of, of your pets or other people's pets or some cool animals you saw today. (laughs) All of those, all of that's welcome. Um, you can, uh, what else can you do? We have a Patreon, uh, that you can subscribe to. Um, you can get bonus episodes, uh, you can join us for movie nights, you can help us pick what topics to talk about, um, if you want to do that. It's super duper cool of you, uh, we love you a lot, it helps us pay to keep on doing this. Um, if, uh, you can't do that, but you still want to help us out. Um, we love when people leave ratings and reviews wherever they listen. Um, we love when people recommend us to uh, their friends or their acquaintances um, or even their enemies. Honestly, um, well, I will, I will, uh, I will, I will take that. I will take that listen. Um, 
And uh, just keep on uh, joining us because we appreciate it and we love you. Uh, and thank you for joining us for this here episode of Capes and Japes. I have been Olivia. And I have been Elion. And as always, kiss me sexy Batman. Kiss me sexy Batman. <laughs>